Welcome to Anticdotes, a podcast where we hear from ants who are making a difference in their nieces and nephews' lives and who are learning life lessons along the way. Hear new ideas about how you can connect with your nieces and nephews and become the favorite aunt. I'm your host, Heidi Fry. I'm so excited to have Jennifer Nagel on Anticdotes today. Jennifer is an online CEO and founder of the Mastermind Community Success Revolution Society. In her 20-plus year professional career, she has mastered developing meaningful connections in business. Her signature framework guides professionals and fempreneurs to build genuine, profitable, and strategic collaborations so that they can step into the life they imagine on their vision board. Jennifer delivers bold truths with humor and care. Her audiences step away feeling seen, heard, and inspired to take meaningful action. She's the fun auntie to nieces and nephews ranging from two years to 23 years. She has a large blended intercultural family so she enjoys the range of ages, languages, traditions, hair textures, and experiences with her nieces and nephews. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on the show today. I am so excited, Heidi. I love the concept of this show. And, you know, our nieces and nephews give us so much to talk about. <laughs> they do. <laughs> So you have wanted to be an aunt for a long time. How did you feel when it happened? And what does it mean to you to be an aunt? I enjoyed being an aunt for the first time, but it happened completely differently than I anticipated. I always thought that I would be like this cool, hip, young aunt and, you know, um, driving around with my nieces and nephews in the back seat. But my sister um, does not have any biological children of her own and got married later in life. And my brother didn't start having kids until he was in his late 30s, early 40s. So it took me a long time to actually become an aunt. And my first aunt experience was actually getting, um, I married into it. So my current husband has brothers, they have kids. And um, it was really funny because the first time my nephew was like, okay, thanks, Aunt Jennifer. And it was the weirdest thing to hear him call me that. But I absolutely loved it. And I was like, oh, wait, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally became an aunt. And um, so my my nieces and nephews were a lot older than I always thought they would be. So that was a really different experience, but I absolutely love it. It's still fun. Um, I feel like I'm an adult, but not really. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a parent figure. And um, it means a lot to me because I, I remember having such great memories with my own aunts and uncles. Like They're very formative memories in my life. And so I'm really excited to be that person for my nieces and nephews. Well, I'm so glad that you finally got to be an aunt. And you mentioned that you have some special memories with your aunts and uncles. Can you share a little bit more about what it was like for you to be a niece? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, Well, the big thing is like our family is very spread out. So on my mom, but even though my parents are both from St. Louis, as I've gotten older, my dad, who had 
seven brothers and sisters. They are all scattered. My mom, who had five brothers, they were, you know, mostly in St. Louis, but everybody kind of moved around. So all of my aunts and uncles were out of town. So whenever I got a chance to see them, it was like this big treat. So not only were we going on a family vacation, but then I got to see this gaggle of aunts and uncles. So I remember being in St. Louis and hanging out with my uncles. And I don't know why at the time, super into fitness stuff. And I always bet them that I could do so many push-ups or so many sit-ups. And and at the time I thought, oh, they really don't know what they're, you know, my little seven-year-old self was like, oh, I'm going to earn some money today. And I've, of course, now looking back at it, they were <laughs> they were waiting with their dollars to so I could oh see uncle so and so I could do 30 push-ups and, and I'm sure they were terrible. But then my aunt Debbie um was someone I was really close with. She always she was kind of the person I could pal around with and talk to about my little, you know, um preteen boy problems. <laughs> she would take me to the store with her and because she was an adult but she wasn't my mom, I just always felt so cool hanging out with her. But yeah, all my aunts and uncles hold like a very special place, especially because my aunts and uncles were much older. So both my dad is the youngest in his family and my mom was the second youngest in hers. So some of my um, aunts and uncles, especially on my dad's side, were old enough to be my grandparents. So yeah, everyone was very different. So some of my aunts and uncles were more like buddies, like my Aunt Debbie. Some of them were you know, like fun uncle types who would give me money for my sit-ups and push-ups. And others were, you know, more like grandparents to me because they were so much older, but we always had fun. That sounds awesome. I know I had a lot of great aunts and uncles too and had one who had kids a little later in life. So I think she was so ready to like, you know, love on some kids. So she was (laughs) always super fun to spend time with. And you have a niece and nephew that are local and some that live far away. How are these relationships different? Yeah, they're different. And I, you know, I'll admit I feel guilty because the ones that are local, they're so easy to see. And, you know, the ones that are further away, it takes a lot more effort. And I worry about them forgetting about me. They're like four and two, so or almost five and two. So I don't know if they would remember me anyway. (laughs) But my local niece and nephew are great. And I get to do things like watch them. So recently, my brother and sister-in-law moved into a new house and we had um, my niece and nephew over and she is five and he is two and the terrible twos are real. (laughs) My husband has been so excited to you know, hang out with them because in his mind, this is he's in grandpa training. And I'm like, dude, I'm not that old yet. So (laughs) let's let's not talk about grandparent training, but he's there. Like, he's like, oh, I can't wait till we're grandparents. I'm like, can we get the high school ones out of the house first? Um, So they came over on Monday and they, it was the entire day. And what I find so hilarious about these kids is that they truly do say whatever on that's on their mind. So um, my, I'll say my niece's name is M because I, for privacy purposes, right? <laughs> like, so like, I don't trust people on the internet. But M was like, where's your other puppy? Because our dog passed away last year and she didn't know that. And so my husband awkwardly explained to her um, that she died. And I wasn't around. I was, I think I was on a call or something. So I can't come out of my office. And all of a sudden she's like, Oh, well, I love your puppies, but this one's going to die. Oh. <laughs> <I'm> like, 
<laughs> so, you know, for the whole day, she's like, this is my favorite puppy. I'll be so sad when she dies <laughs> and when my dogs die. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to call her mom and <laughs> explain to her why death is on her mind. But now I love having the kids who are local because I can pick them up from school. They can come to my house. They trick or treat at our house. And we, we get that like everyday airtime with them. We get to go to some of their events. And that's always exciting because, you know, my kids are older and, you know, it's nice to kind of get that taste of seeing the cute kid in the dance recital or in the Halloween costume without necessarily having to, you know, have another child (laughs) responsible (laughs) for those things. But the tough thing about having nieces and nephews, especially young ones far away, is that I know I'm missing out on all those things. And although my brother is so great at sharing pictures of them and they are incredibly adorable and we can FaceTime, it's just not the same. And so I get really excited and I look forward to when we can visit. Um, They're there are several states away, so it's definitely at least a plane ride. But recently, my sister did get married, and her stepdaughters are adults. So that's actually been quite a cool experience, too, um, because they're much older, and they are very pal around age, and I can speak to them, and they have really cool interests and jobs. And that's been really fun to get to know them as well as adults. Yeah, that's great. It sounds like you've had so many neat experiences. I'm a little jealous because I haven't had the ones close by. So I always think it would be so cool to be like, hey, just come spend the weekend with me and things like that. So I'm a little jealous of that. But (laughs) I think I can't, I I will wait until Emma's a little older for the weekend thing. Because let me tell you, Monday, (laughs) they were here from like 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I still think I need a nap several days (laughs) later. (laughs) I think my husband needs a Xanax. Or I came out of the living my office. The living room had like a stroller in the middle of it, pillows everywhere. I think I hit my foot on a car. <laughs> I was like, what has happened? <laughs> I was gonna say, when I go to visit, I know I have to, you know, get some rest ahead of time and be prepared when I come home. Like you might need to take a day off just to, you know, rest up from all that attention. <laughs> Grab a power bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh. And you have a very diverse family. Could you share more about that experience and how you all learn from each other? I do. I always jokingly say our our family is like a United Colors of Benetton ad. And for if you 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 know some people might be too young to remember that, but <laughs> this, let's just say it was a very diverse. Like, um, you know, I'm black. My husband's white. So some of my you know our kids are biracial. My some of my nieces and nephews on part of my family are white. My my sister married um, a Mexican man, and so his kids are <laughs> they they're bilingual. They speak Spanish, so we have this awesome awesome like big multicultural family. And it's great because you get, you know, you just get to experience a lot of traditions and cultures. Not only, you know, every family has their own inside family tradition, but we get to when, you know, I was just in Texas visiting my sister, her husband and his family. And it was great because we were speaking Spanish and, you know, kudos to my eighth through 12th grade Spanish teachers. I did 
keep up. (laughs) (laughs) We're speaking Spanish. We're eating certain types of food. We're, you know, they're telling stories. And it's just so cool because, you know, that's not something that someone who's in the Midwest right now, I just don't get a lot of that. Then uh, some of my nieces and nephews and my uh, brother and sister-in-laws in California, it's like they, this is their approach is very different. There's beaches around, we get to hang out. And it's just, it's amazing. I really like it. And also it's nice for me to be able to teach some of my nieces and nephews my culture and my background. So I get to be the aunt who buys the the books on, you know, making sure there are brown people on the cover and so that uh, they get exposed to those types of things. Because I know growing up, I didn't always have that. There are not a lot of, or there weren't at least when I was growing up, a lot of representation um, when you would get toys or books. And so I love the fact that that's top of my mind. So I always want to make sure my nieces and nephews can see people who look like them or in some of their cases, people who don't look like them. And um, I've always loved that part. I love um, just the different cultures, even on my husband's side of the family, my brother and sister-in-law, there's a lot of like Irish culture and they, you know, they travel, they bring things back and it's just, it's cool. Yeah, it sounds like some really great learning experiences that everybody's able to share with each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And even the little ones, like they love to touch my hair. So D, my little (laughs) nephew, who's two. Sometimes, I mean, it's not always a, it's fun because I get to explain to him. It's like, yeah, my hair's a little different than your mom's. Um, And but then he'll grab a fistful and I'm like, okay, put it back. (laughs) (laughs) But M was my, my niece uh, who lives locally. She, I remember watching her, I was spending the night at their house. Um, I think her mom and dad brought a concert and um, she was looking at my hair and I had braids or twists or something in my hair. And she was like, I like your hair. She's like, can you teach me how to do that? And I'm like, well, sweetie, I would love to, except I don't even do this for my own hair. I go to a a person who helps and she puts it in my hair. And she's like, really? She's like, can she teach me? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe I said that I'm sure she went to school to learn how to do this. And so then we spent the rest of the evening watching YouTube videos (laughs) on like hair braiding and (laughs) twisting. And she's like, I'm going to make sure my hair's like that. I'm like, you go ahead, Em. I'm really excited. (laughs) Like, um, And I love the fact that she can really appreciate the different textures and get excited about it. And and she has Barbies of all different skin tones. And I just get, again, I keep saying I'm excited, but it's, it's just, it wasn't like that growing up. And I, in the eighties and, and I can't tell you how much it means to me that my nieces and nephews can see a much broader view of the world than what a lot of other kids saw when I was younger. Yeah, that's so important. And what are some of your memories with your nieces and nephews that were filled with laughter? (laughs) I mean, especially when they're younger, it never ends. It's one big belly laugh. Um, But I'll talk about my Florida nieces and nephews because it's funny because they're the exact same age as the ones in Michigan. So um, my Florida nieces and nephews is my brother's children are hilarious. My older niece, she's the one who's five, is like super bossy. 
<laughs> super sure of herself and very confident. And, you know, a lot of kids' toys nowadays, they have cell phones or, frankly, they know how to use regular iPhones, which still baffles me. So I remember I was FaceTiming with my brother and his wife and the kids, and we were talking, and all of a sudden, Elle, my older, the niece, says, okay, but bye now. <laughs> she just hung up on me. Hello? Hello? um so she's like very confident with the phone and i just you always have to be like don't hang up don't hang up don't hang up (laughs) because all of a sudden you'll be like hello (laughs) looking at static and um you know little little k because my um the younger one is just he worships the ground his sister walks on and also is annoyed with her every five seconds. So they have this really interesting relationship. So when she went off to preschool for the first time, he was like, I don't want to go. Well, you know, and whatever the two-year-old, I don't want to go to preschool thing is, but he wasn't going to go. And once he realized that she was getting on the bus and he wasn't, he had a total meltdown. I mean, the meltdown Aww. of all meltdowns. And are like, I thought you didn't care about her. He's like, ah. and when she comes home, he gets so excited when she comes Aww. off the bus. So, yeah, they, I think kids for, they're just hilarious. And of course, my, um, my niece out in California and she finally wears clothes now, but I think for the first five years of her life, it's just like, oh, okay, naked child. Okay. Hello. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And my favorite was when I was over there, I uh, was in California for a work trip and (laughs) she came by naked and (laughs) I'm like, what's that on your face? And she's like, mom, let me use her makeup. I'm like, did she now? (laughs) It's just like (laughs) lipstick smeared everywhere on her face, on her hands. And so I just love it because it's like they they get that free spirit, that stuff that we can't, I mean, I don't want to say we can't do as adults, but people would probably put us away in an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but the younger ones are hilarious. And then the older ones, it's just fun. They, they make me laugh and they make me smile because you see them as these budding little adults and they're getting jobs and they're in school. And they have all these amazing talents. So my sister's stepdaughter is an incredible artist. And when I say incredible, like she's getting commissioned to do stuff. People are paying her. She's 17. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it's just there. I'm in awe of my family and I'm very blessed to be around such great, talented young people. And they crack me up too. (laughs) They sound amazing. What have been some of your meaningful memories with your nieces and nephews? Oh, I think I will never, ever tire of hearing Aunt Jennifer or Aunt Feffner because nobody can say my (laughs) name. The the young ones can't say my name yet. Um, I know it sounds small, but, you know, we all get these different roles in our lives. We, some of us are mom and some of us are a wife or some of us are the boss or something like that. But an aunt is just another one of those very special roles that it's like, it's, it's not really something you even have that much control over because it's someone else's decides to have children or have more, you know, kids in their life. But I, I guess I never get tired of hearing it because it took so long for me to be one. And um, I know that's not necessarily like a meaningful memory, but still the very first time I hear any of the kids call me Aunt Jennifer or Aunt Jennifer or Auntie or Tia or anything like that. It just... 
it it makes me feel really warm and gooey. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best job, I think. <laughs> it is. We should it's all just retire role. and be aunts and uncles. Yes. <laughs> uh, and what memories do you look forward to making with them? Ooh, travel. I love to travel. And I my um, nieces and nephews of all ages are actually pretty adventurous. They've all been places. And so I know my uh, daughter's oldest stepdaughter was talking about coming to Chicago. And I'm like, oh, that's just three hours for me. So traveling and hanging out and really just enjoying them and getting to know their personalities and sharing adventures with them on the road or taking them to see things that they've never seen before. I cannot wait for some of that stuff. Um, and I don't think I've traveled. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've actually traveled with any of my nieces and nephews. So if um, anybody's listening to this, if you are my brother, sister, or in-law or whatever, bring your children here so we can take them someplace. <laughs> I think I would really have a good time. Yeah. Because even like the little road trips, you kind of see a little bit more into their personality. Like, okay, what kind of music are they going to want to listen to? What kind of snacks do they pick out for the road? Yes. What's their favorite <laughs> ice cream flavor? Like even if it, you know, even if I grab, I shouldn't say grab, that sounds like kidnapping. Even if I grabbed one of my local nep- nieces and nephews and we just went out to get ice cream or went to, you know, there are plenty of places where I live. There's lakes within, you know, a quick between 10 and 10 minutes and 60 minutes from me. So just to go to the lake or go swimming or, you know, just laugh with them, find out, you know, the snacks, the music, the road trips and making those types of memories. I I definitely think road trips are a unique family thing. And I did get, actually, I did get a chance. I'll call this traveling. When I was in Texas a couple weeks ago, um, we went to my sister and brother's in-laws, brother-in-law's ranch. Yeah, keep up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, all the older kids went too. So people were like biking and, you know, four-wheelers and going down to the lake. And that was really fun because and swimming. So everyone was having a really good time and you saw people relaxed and um, they're still getting to know me because they've, my sister's only been married a couple of years. So they're still getting to know her, but then I, the aunt comes in from out of town. But the cool thing was that we bonded over art with the younger one and then exercise and workouts and meal prep with the older one. So it's just fun to get in a really relaxed environment and just get to know the, the people behind the kids. What have you learned from your nieces and nephews? <laughs> Not to take myself too seriously. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, you know, you think you're all like big and bad. <laughs> They'll say, Aunt Jennifer, you've got a hole in your pants or something like that. <laughs> um, you know, why does your hair do that? And, you know, they are very much at really at any age, even even as they get older, I think because you're not their parent, they tend to be a little bit more open <laughs> free. <Yeah. laughs> so I am constantly reminded that, you know, no matter how cool I think I am, I'm not. <laughs> and um, that just to, you know, have a really free and adventurous spirit, because when that's what I see when I see the kids and I see them um, interacting or hanging out with each other or playing or telling me about Peppa Pig <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff. And I just, it's, it just reminds me to just relax and enjoy life and, um, just to just to not take myself too seriously. Yes, they are great teachers for that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And what do you hope they learn from you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. You know what? I, what I hope they learn from me, and I feel this way about my own kids too, is when it came to work, um, I took a very non-traditional route. So yeah, I started off in, you know, I have a couple degrees and I worked in a, um, a large organization for a long time and I was promoted and all that stuff, but it wasn't the thing that made me super happy. And so at later in life, I took a big risk and I started my own business. And what I learned from that is that I was exposed to so many people doing so many different things that were outside of the norm of what we're taught in school, like you doctor, lawyer, engineer. There's so many other options out there. And what I hope to do is be an example to my nieces and nephews that they could really truly explore the things that make them happy and they don't necessarily have to do it by the book. So hopefully they see me and you know, they think of me fondly, <laughs> but also <laughs> they see someone who took a bit of a different path and really enjoys her life and to know that that's possible for them too. Yeah. And just how much you're helping so many other people, you know, kind of find their their path and improve their businesses. I think that's great. And we'll share more about that in the show notes as well. So if anybody's oh, a little cool. more curious about that. So. <laughs> it's um, legal, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> And do you have any advice for other ants? Oh, yeah. Don't wear black pants if you're working, <laughs> hanging out with young kids. That's number one. Get a really good pair of shoes. Stretch before you go to the playground. <laughs> but also, you know, make time. Even if it's like a little five minutes here for a quick phone call or a FaceTime or, you know, sending a quick note. I think that makes a huge difference. And those are some of the things that I'm trying to be better at, especially with my out of town nieces and nephews, because sometimes it's just helpful to know that someone out there is thinking of you and you have another person in your life who cares, who's an adult, who can help you, who wants to guide you, who cares about you in the world. And so I say, you know, even if you can't do all the things, you can't take the kids out for ice cream every weekend or have them over at your house, just the little things to let them know that you're thinking about them and that you care about them go a very, very long way. Yes, they do. That's amazing advice. And is there anything else that you wanted to add? No, it's just, it's one of the great jobs. I mean, people talk about grandparents and I'm not ready to be a grandparent yet. I'm still in my mid forties, although my husband is slightly older than me. He's like, I want to be a grandpa. I'm like, no, <laughs> I think an aunt is like the perfect job. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, you're not the parent. Uh, you could be fun. You can be the person to, for them to come to, but you also you can have a little bit of a separation. It's not like you're raising another child. I mean, I guess it depends on what the situation is and how your you, how your situation is. But um, yeah, it's just such a great job. And I appreciate it. I love it. And I can't wait to see how it continues to evolve. Well, you are an awesome aunt. And thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing all of your fun stories and uh, great advice. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, you're an awesome aunt too, Heidi. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to Anticdotes. 
be sure to subscribe to get the latest episodes. And also join us on our Facebook group to talk with other ants. You can join that group at facebook.com slash groups slash anecdotes. That's spelled A-U-N-T-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email me at anecdotes at gmail.com.